Welcome back to Undeveloped. I'm Jake, and today we're alone again. We're doing another late night podcast session, doing it for you guys. I was actually just lying in my bed, about to go to sleep, and I was like, you know what? I'd rather be doing a podcast, and I was just thinking about the whole podcast situation, and the reason why I did it was to share stories about stuff that's happened throughout my high school career. So I wanted to go back to that premise and just share a bunch of stories that I have not really talked about in a long time and haven't shared on the podcast, and I think they're pretty fucking funny. And so I'm going to stray away from just gibbering and talking about random shit like I did in the last couple and actually go straight into stories from the trapdoor. And if you don't remember from a previous podcast, I talked about the trapdoor. It's a door that me and my f- friends throughout high school have worked on together, writing quotes every time something funny happens. So there's one that's on there, and it says, Next time, treat me with bud. And I'll get into that story. It was about one of my IHOP waiters who really wanted me to tip her with weed instead of cash. It's a very odd experience, but I'll get into that. And just other crazy stories like that, so stay tuned. Thanks for listening. So I'm actually going to jump right into it and talk about the story that I teased. The quote on the door says, Next time, treat me with bud, IHOP waiter. So that's a long story. Pretty much what happened was I was hanging out with someone who just moved into town. His name is, I won't name him, I won't name him, sorry. Um, but I was hanging out with him and I was hanging out with my with my co-host, Kush Sethi. And I think one other person, I don't remember. So we go to our friend's house and we're chilling there. We're like, what do you guys want to do? And we decide, you know, what? let's go to IHOP. I'm hungry as hell. Let's do it. So we get in an Uber and we drive over to IHOP, which... I don't know why we got an Uber. We should have just driven, but it is what it is. And so we're eating an IHOP, and the waiter comes over, and Kush was having a weird day, and his eyes were really red. I don't know if it was during his whole pink eye phase, but his eyes were really red. So we started making jokes whenever the waiter came by, acting as if Kush was high, which he definitely wasn't. And so we're like, every time the waiter came over, we'd be like, oh, Sethy. Are you ready for that food? I bet you have cotton mouth, right? And he's like, <clears throat> shut up, guys. And I'm like, no, no, don't worry about it. It's fine. And then the waiter would walk away, and we would have continue talking. And then the waiter would come back, and I'd be like, yo, Sethy, do you still need to borrow those eye drops? Like, I got those for you, man. And then the waiter would walk away again. And we were dying because we thought it was like, we were just embarrassing Kush. We were being dicks. I don't know. And it was a lot of fun. We were just fucking with the waiter. Like, not being rude to her. We were being really nice, but... Just like making her think that Kush was really high. And then we started making her think that we were high by just saying other stupid shit. Like whenever she came by, I would start being like, oh, my con mouth hurts. And a bunch of dumb stuff. I don't know why we were doing it. We were just fooling around. And she keeps giving us food. And she comes back and she goes, here's some extra pancakes. And we're like, oh, wow, thank you so much. And she like winks at us. She goes, no problem. And I'm like. What the fuck? She's really, she was like an older lady, or I forgot to mention that. The waiter was like, probably say like 70s, probably in her 70s. She was an older lady and she was really nice. So she gives us the pancakes, winks at us, and we just go to town. We devour the pancakes. And we're like, wow, that was really nice. Do you think she did it? Cause she thinks we're high. And she, cause at one point she came over and I was like, dude, I have the munchies. Cause I'm just being immature. And, so we're eating the pancakes, like, wow, I bet you she thinks that we're high as fuck. Like, which is kind of the goal, but I really think she's onto us. 
And so I'm kind of getting a little nervous, but I'm also laughing. And we're like, wow, she's really nice for getting some pancakes. So we eat them. And we're just sitting there waiting for the check. And she comes back and she puts down our check and goes, all right, guys, have a good one. She walks away and I was like, oh, wow. She obviously didn't give a shit, so we're all good. And then we each take out some cash, put down a tip, and she comes back to, or we get up to leave, and she comes over to take the cash back, the tip, and like clean up the table, and she whispers in our ears, like around us, and she goes, hey guys, next time, treat me with bud. You can tip me with some bud if you want. I don't really care about cash. And we, we were like, all right, sounds good. Maybe next time. And we started dying, dude. It was the funniest experience, like, at a restaurant. And it was it was just crazy because this woman is, like, 70, like, an old, nice woman working at IHOP. And she wanted us to tip her with weed. It was so bad, dude. We were so confused. We were like, are we going to get in trouble? Was she fucking with us? It, I don't know. It was pretty funny. But um, that's probably the weirdest restaurant thing I've had, I have a group of friends, I won't name their names, they've been on the podcast, but I love them all to death, and they're all great guys, but I cannot go out to eat with them for the life of me, because no matter where you go, how fancy, how quiet, what time of the day, they will always make a scene, because, I don't know, they just love attention, and they're just, they don't give a shit, so like, my my one friend, it was uh, his birthday, and so we all met up at middle of the restaurant, middle of the restaurant, Ruckus, and... This dude is making a scene, my other friend. He spills his water and starts, like, yelling. And he's just being obnoxious. And I was like, dude, you need to chill out. People are, like, staring. He goes, I don't give a shit if people are staring. Like, who cares? And he got mad at me. And I was like, dude, fuck off. You're making a scene. Like, you're making us look stupid. So, I don't know. I just thought it was funny that everyone has that group of friends that you just can't go out to eat with. Because they will always fuck around and do something. I have a, I've had some funny IHOP experiences, like, on top of the waiter. Like, one time we went there, and <clears throat> I think it was, like, after an early release or some shit. We would always link at IHOP. And we're all surrounding, there's, like, 12 of us at this table. And we're like, yo, I want some free pancakes. So we're like, okay, when the waiter came by, we go, oh, it's his birthday. And he goes, uh, yeah, sure, it's my birthday. And the waiter goes, okay, sweet, cool. And then he comes back and we go, do you get any food for birthdays? And he goes, yeah, yeah, we'll bring you some pancakes. So I bet. So then he comes back, gives him the pancakes, and we make this giant scene. I felt bad, but it was funny. And we all start singing happy birthday in the middle of the restaurant. like, Not really obnoxious, but like loud. And this waiter came up to us after and goes, you guys need to settle down. We're like, what? And she goes, you're being so loud. People are getting up and leaving. And I was like, what are you talking about? We sang happy birthday. People are just, I don't know, people are soft, I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Like, if someone's singing happy birthday and there's a group of teens, just, like, ignore it. Don't get up and leave. We're not being that annoying. Alright, well, I don't know what else to say on the subject of IHOP, so I'm just going to move on to some funny, I wouldn't call them funny, but annoying, inconvenient situations I've been put on involving the police. Okay, so I stopped the recording for a second to try to remember if I've told these stories before. And I really hope I haven't, but I, like I said in the past podcast, I've had like five concussions. 
and I'm like half brain dead. I barely know how to count. <laughs> so I'm going to tell them anyway. If you've already heard them, I'm really sorry. And I'll probably delete this podcast in its whole. But we're just going to shoot our shot and go right into it. So the first story is the first time I've ever been involved with the police at all. And like I've said in many podcasts, I have never been like arrested or anything, but I've had interactions with the police that weren't very pleasurable, I guess. So my first one ever was me and a couple of friends. I won't name them because this is just not my business to talk about, but we were, we would hang out a lot and some of them like to steal from like Walmart and shit, like little things like a monster or a lot of them like to steal condoms. I don't know why. They just thought it was cool. No one was having sex. They just thought it was the shit to have a bunch of condoms in their house. I get it. It was like freshman year. Sure. And so we're all hanging out and we're all going to sleep over at my house. And so we are all excited. We get here and we're chilling. We get really bored. And what we would do is we would just go out my window or out my door, I guess. It wasn't too late. And we would go to Walmart, walk around, buy some monsters, and then come back. And it's just the walk was fun. It was like a 10-minute walk. You just got to talk with the boys. It was it was a lot of fun. I miss those times. Fuck having a car, honestly. <laughs> you don't get to walk as much. But So we go to Walmart. It's like 10 o'clock. My mom goes, no, I don't want you going. And I go, mom, it's fine. We've done it 100 times. We'll be right back. She goes, I, I, I pressured her. She budges. So we're like, okay, sweet. So we walk to Walmart. We're walking around. And two of my friends start going to town and start taking shit. They, like, put some monsters in there. One of my friends put, puts a bunch of monsters in his bag. And then another one puts condoms and, like, candy and shit in his bag. And he puts a big box of condoms in his bag for some reason. And they're walking out. I'm not with them because I don't condone them stealing. But I, I should have stopped them. I was being stupid. And so I just let them go. And I just walked my separate way. And they're like, all right, we got to go. So they leave. And then... Out of the corner of my eye, I see a police officer, and I see one of my friends with his bag in his hands getting escorted back into Walmart with the police officer, so I'm like, fuck, like, this is bad, dude. So I'm paying for my stuff right then and there, like, I'm buying, like, a trash bag and stuff, <clears throat> and so I pay for it all, and then the woman goes, are you with them? And I go, yeah, why? And they go, you need to come with us, so I was like, fuck. So it was me... Two of my friends who weren't stealing and two of my friends who were. And so they escort us to the back of the Walmart, which is the last place you want to be. The last place I wanted to be that night. You're sitting in the, um, like, officer's room. Like, their meeting room for, like, everyone. It's like a low-lit room. I feel like I'm about to get interrogated. They tell us to sit down. And there's, like, three police officers. And they sit us down and they go, hey, you guys know what you did. You're fucking stealing. You're stupid. You're going to get in huge trouble. And I was like, officer, I wasn't stealing. And they're like, yeah, you were. And so the friend, one of my friends, the officer comes up to him and he goes, hey, let me check your bag. And he goes, no, I don't want you checking my bag. And the guy goes, the officer goes, we're going to need to check your bag no matter what. So you might as well give it up now. So he opens up his bag and there's like six I don't know, there was like probably four or five or six cans of really cold monsters straight out of the fridge from the Walmart that he stole or he was trying to steal. And the officer goes, whose monsters are those? And he goes, they're my monsters. I'm sponsored, which is true. He was sponsored by Monster 
for some stuff that he did. And so the officer goes, so these are your monsters. And he goes, yes, these are my fucking, or I don't know what he's like, these are my monsters. I'm sponsored. Get out of my face. And the officer goes, why are they freezing cold then? And he goes, I just got them from, I just got, let me show you the email. And he starts like stuttering. And he's like, pulls up the email that he's sponsored. And the officer goes, you're stealing. Go to the back. So they go to the back. They join us. And the officers are just really mad at us. And I understand, like, we're stealing from this fucking store. And the officer manager comes in, or the Walmart manager, and he starts yelling at us. He's pissed. And he goes, I'm calling your parents. You're all getting in huge trouble. So he calls our parents, and one of my other friends, his dad is a lawyer, and his mom is very strict. And so he knew he was getting fucked. And I felt really bad because me and the other two guys that didn't steal, we were chilling. We weren't scared at all. We didn't do anything bad. So we just had to go along with the ride and let whatever happened happen. And so my one friend with the monster, I'm going to call him Monster. The monster guy. So the monster guy, he, I don't know, he was in denial. And so it was the funniest, like, saddest moment I've ever witnessed. So monster guy's sitting on the counter waiting for his parents on his phone playing Clash of Clans. While the other guy, whose dad is a lawyer, is sitting in the corner crying because he's scared shitless. And... It was so bad. Like, me and the other guys were sitting in the other corner, like, just dead silent, like, whatever. <laughs> and there's this one guy laughing and one guy bawling his eyes out. And I felt so bad. And then all of our parents come in. And it was a whole shit show. Because one of the guys that wasn't stealing, his he was not on good terms with his parents at the time. And his parents were really pissed at him. And they weren't home. Or they weren't answering his phone calls. So... All the parents come in the room. My mom walks in. She's like, my boys aren't in trouble. I'm ready to go. And they go, we need to talk to you first. So she's like, she like was going to take me and my other two friends who weren't stealing home and just like give us a talking to and we'll be fine. I was, I ended up getting in huge trouble, but whatever. That's besides the point. And so she walks in and she goes, all right, I'm taking these three guys home. And the officer goes, no, you're not. You need their legal guardians. And so, one of the guy's parents comes, and the other guy who had was having trouble with his parents, they were not answering his phone calls. And so, it was like 12, or like 11 or 12 o'clock at night, I don't remember. I think it was like 11. And his parents were asleep, so they weren't answering the calls. So what they did, they did the most dicky thing ever. They sent a police officer to his house to bang on his door and wake his parents up. And it was just the most fucked up shit because he was not on good terms with his parents. And they just, like, ruined his entire, like, month because he got in huge trouble. It was a shit show. And so the guy's parents are the lawyer. His mom blamed it all on my mom and was like, it's all your fault. You got them to steal. And was like, being a mega bitch. I, I hate that woman. I see her in the neighborhood. I just, I hate her. Whatever. She's a mega bitch. She... Fucking blames my mom, and my mom goes, no, I'm not dealing with this shit, fuck you. And the other mom bans her. Bans her. They both, both of the guys that stole were banned from ever coming to my house, ever again. Because they stole, and they were, like, with me at my house before, so my mom got blamed and shit. It was a whole situation. So they wrote down my name, the officer, and they put me on 
the, I don't know what side of Carrie it was. I'll just say the left side of Carrie, because I don't know. So they put my name on the left side jurisdiction of Carrie in their little list of names. And left and right side, there's different police stations, so they have a different list of names. So if you were to go to a party and they'd be like, what's your name? They'd look and they would see if you've gotten a warning or something. And they would be like, be more strict if you've already had a warning. So they put me on the left side and that's the end of that. So I get home, get a stern talking to. It's a shitty ass night. I, I don't know. It was just, I never got my monsters. Oh shit, I fucking forgot to tell you one part of the story. So... Sorry, I'll, I'll, I'll backtrack. We're sitting there before any parents come, and they're loading through our backpacks. They're loading through lawyer dad's backpack and monster guy. So they find the monsters on monster guy, and then they go to the lawyer guy, open his backpack, pull out a 32-pack of condoms, and throws them on the table. And the cop looks at him and goes, starts dying laughing and goes, huh, man, little man, you feeling lucky? You think you got all this juice to get this many girls? And... The dude's crying. He's like, dude, I don't know. I don't know. I just, I don't know. This is a moment of weakness. And I was just like, these cops are assholes, dude. So we're going to go back. So I'm in my house. My mom's yelling at us, giving us a stern talking to. And blah, blah, blah. I get grounded. It's all over. A couple weeks later. And then, so yeah, I think like a month or two passes by and we're all hanging out. Um, A different group of friends. I was with... This one, it doesn't matter because we weren't doing anything wrong. So I was with my friend Chase and then Sam, Jack, and I think that was it. I think it was just the four of us, five of us. So, wait, I just, yeah, I think it was the four of us. I don't remember. And we were, my Sam and Jack had crushes on two girls, okay? And so... I had a really close family friend named Allie, and Allie lived like a good 30-minute walk, but we were really bored one night. It was like 1 in the morning, and Jack and Sam just really wanted to talk to the girls that they were talking to and wanted to hang out, and I just wanted to do something because I was bored. So I was like, all right, boys, you want to sneak out? So they go, sure. So I go, let me do something first. I need to get something for my mom's phone. I don't remember what it was. I think I was trying to download an app or something. So I go to my mom's room. I take her phone, and she's asleep. And I try to download an app. I'm not doing anything stupid. I'm not like being a, looking through a shit, but try to do it and it won't work. So I just forget about it and I leave the phone on my bed. And we go, all right, let's go walk to Allie's house. And so we sneak out of the house. We start walking there. And we're on Davis Drive, which is like a main road. And we're just like joking around, having fun, not being too loud. There's no curfew on that road. So we're, we have nothing to worry about. And we're like, all right, we're so close. We're about to turn the corner to go down a hill, and then we'd be at Allie's house. And then all of a sudden, a cop car passes by. And we go, shit, did you see that? Like, there's a cop. And we go, ah, it's nothing. And then we see this fucking cop car turn around. And then he fucking turns around, loops, and parks right next to us and doesn't get out of his car. And then, out of nowhere, two more fucking cop cars come and park behind them. So now there's a line of three cop cars and the four of us just standing there like, what the fuck? And so the cops come out of the car and go, what are you doing, boys? It's late. It was like one in the morning. And I was like, we're going to my friend's house. And they're like, okay, what's the friend's name? And I was like, her name is Allie. And so I'm being completely honest. I have nothing to hide because we weren't doing anything illegal. 
And I go, is there a curfew? And he goes, no, sir, but there's been recent break-ins over here, so we just want to make sure you have nothing. So we're like, okay, you can check us. So they pat us down, and they're like, all right, you guys are fine, but we're still going to have to take you home. And I'm like, what, why? And they're like, because you just need to be home right now. It's too late. Which was fucking stupid. Like, we were doing nothing. And I'm glad that we have white privilege because we didn't get fucking something ridiculous. Nothing ridiculous happened, which, thank God, I'm blessed for that. But still, it was an unorthodox situation. So they go, can we call your parents? And I go, my phone is dead. And cause, all right, well, I said my phone was dead because I didn't want them calling my parents. I was scared. So I turn my phone all the way off. And I put it in my pocket, and I go, my phone's dead. I try to turn it on, I won't turn it on. And they go, okay, give me your number and your name. So I give them my name, my number. I say my fucking ABCs. I do all this stupid shit for them. It takes like 20 minutes. And he goes, all right, I'm going to call your mom. So he calls my mom. And I'm freaking out. I'm like, shit, I'm done. Like, this is strike two. My mom's going to kill me. And um, he goes, no answer. And I snapped right then and there. I was like, shit, my mom's phone is on my bed. Because somehow I'm a fucking god and I, I don't know, I just fucking moved my mom's phone before knowing that I was going to get pulled over by the cops. So everyone's freaking out. We all tell them, the cops, that they were staying at my house. And they all give their names, their parents' numbers. And we're super scared because some of them have strict parents. Chase has a strict mother. And so we're freaking out like we're going to get in huge trouble. I feel really bad for the guys. Because my parents are really understanding. I knew I was going to get in trouble, but wasn't going to be the end of the world. I just didn't want a similar situation where Chase, Jack, and Sam were never going to be allowed back in my house. So I'm freaking out. And the cop goes, all right, you guys need to get in the back of the cop car. And so I'm fucking stressed. I get in the back of the cop car. First time I've ever been in the back of a cop car. An accomplishment in itself. I'm like stuck, very uncomfortable. There's bars around me. This whole situation. And I do this undercover shit. So... I look at Sam, and I'm freaking out, and Sam is smiling cheek to cheek, and I'm like, dude, what is up? And he doesn't say a single word, he just goes, and does a check with his fingers, and I go, what? And he goes, bucket list, baby, I'm checking this off my bucket list, and I was like, oh, fuck you, dude. And so now I'm in a little better mood, but I'm like, in a spy mood, so I pull out my phone, and I turn it on, and the cop car I'm in, the cop, we took two separate cars because we couldn't fit all four of us in it. The cop that I'm with, he, I was, I told him that my phone was dead. So I didn't want to get caught in a lie. So I turn on my phone and I kind of hide it in the corner. And I text my older sister, who at the time was living at the house. I text her, don't ask questions. Tell mom to say yes, no matter what. And my sister goes, what the fuck are you talking about? I go, just fucking do it. Just say, tell mom to say yes. Wake her up and tell her to say yes. So then I turn my phone off, put it back. And I'm like, all right, this is the end of the world. So the cop, cop goes, boys, did you, does your parents, or this was before we got in the cop car, I, I'm sorry, I keep jumping, I'm trying to get the story straight, he goes, boys, does your mom know that you're out this late, and I go, of course my mom knows I'm out this late, he goes, it's one in the morning, your parents really let you out, and I go, yeah, it's fine, we were walking to my friend's house, it's not that far, like, she knows, he goes, alright, man, so we get to my house, and cop rings on the doorbell, my mom comes out, and the cop goes, did you know that your son and his friends were out at one in the morning? My mom looks around, thinks for a second, and goes, yes, yes, I did. And he goes, okay, whatever, let's just go, and he, and he leaves. And whatever, 
My mom yells at us, gives us a two-hour lecture, and first of all, shout out my mom. That was the most clutch shit she's ever done. She got mad because she's like, I'm lying to the police for you guys. What the fuck are you doing? But that was so clutch, and I was so happy. I like thank my sister and shit. But the moral of that story is that was on the right side of um, Carrie. I think the other one was on the left, so they wrote my name down on the right side as well. So I'm in both jurisdictions, my name and what stupid shit I did is on both sides. So if I get busted at a party, they write down my name. They're going to fucking neck me. They're going to be like, you're a fucking dumbass. What are you doing? So that's the moral of that story. But, yeah, that's I've had weird experiences with the police. I don't know why. I don't know what it is about me. I guess I don't hang around with... I guess people don't hang around with the smartest people. I don't know. I don't know what to say. I just bad luck. And, oh, shit, I just remembered. I have another quote on the door involving police so i'll just continue with the theme of police and bullshit and cops around carrie who have nothing else to do who just stop and do whatever they can to just fucking ruin our night so this quote on the door is why are you boys out so late cop and then it says ryan and then it says kool-aid okay so that's that's all you need to know for that so, the story goes, I was with a bunch of people, and we were going to Walmart again, because like I said, it was the theme. Like, I think it was like, one in the morning again. We were bored, we didn't have a car, so we would just do whatever the fuck we wanted. So, we walked to Walmart, we sneak out, and um, it was National Donut Day. I don't know what day that is, but it was a great day, great holiday, probably my favorite holiday. So we're like, we need to go to Walmart and celebrate and get some donuts. So we all agree. We pack our, our shit and we go. We all have bags and we go to Walmart. And we're walking around. We're buying like, we used to get Kool-Aid. So we buy like a bunch of red and blue Kool-Aids like for 25 cents. And we get a bunch of powdered donuts and just a bunch of different types of donuts. And we're having a great time. And we start walking back and we're all eating a bunch of powdered donuts. And... To get back into my house when you're trying to go to Walmart, there's like a big hill that you go up and then a bunch of trees and like a wooded area and then you jump a fence and you're in my backyard. So it always looked really sketch when we were trying to get back into my house climbing up this wooded area because it just looked like we were going to go smoke or some shit. So This was before anyone did anything. It was like probably 8th grade maybe. I, I don't remember exactly. But we're climbing up. Was it? No, it had to be like freshman year. I don't remember. We're climbing up this thing, and I'm, like, ahead of everyone. I'm, like, the second person up. Everyone else is on the sidewalk. And then a cop car comes flying down the street and starts to slow down. And I don't know who was clutch or somebody yells, Police! Go! And so I fucking am not getting busted again. I've already been busted by the police twice in the last two months. So I fucking sprint up to the hill. And I jump the fence, and I sprint. And... One of my friends who was being so stupid, he was on the sidewalk when they yelled cops. So instead of just staying there like three of the other people did, he fucking sprinted. And he's not the most athletic dude. So he's running up this hill, tripping everywhere, falling, fucking just being loud as a motherfucker, making it obvious that he's running up these bushes in like this wooded area. Jumps the fence. We run to... There's a room between my garage and the house. It's called the mudroom. I don't know if everyone else has it or that's what they call it. But we're hiding in the mudroom and 
my laundry room was not clean at the time. There was like a giant bird cage and a bunch of cardboard boxes and shit. So we're all hiding in the dark mud room because I'm like, I I have a I had a feeling that the police chased us. So I was like, the police are gonna come looking for us. We need to be dead quiet and just hide in this room. So we're chilling in there. After like five minutes, someone else comes and he's trying to get in. And I'm like, all right, be quiet. And he's like, all right, all right. And he starts coming in and he's dead silent. One in the morning, my parents are asleep. And then I hear, where do I go? And I go, just come over here. And then I hear him step on a box. And all of a sudden, he fucking starts flying forward. He tripped on the box. He's coming down. He grabs the birdcage, a full metal birdcage, and throws it on the ground. And he falls on three boxes. A bunch of art supplies falls on him. And the whole entire mudroom just, like, falls. Everything in it. And it makes the loudest fucking sound ever. And I'm like, I'm going to fucking kill you. So I'm yelling at them. I'm like, dude, shut the fuck up. And so we run up to my room. Because I was like, we texted the guys. So like, it's fine. We're on our way. So the, so we get in the room. Everyone meets back up. And there's like six or seven of us. And four of us were in the room when the shit fell. And the other three were out there talking to the cop. And so we all sit down. We're, la- we're laughing it off. We're like, what the fuck? So we ask them what happened. And I wish I was here for the talk with the cop. But I wasn't. So I can't really. I'll tell them what they told me. So they, they tell us to run. The cop pulls over and goes, hey, guys, what are you doing out so late? And he was a nice guy, apparently. He, and they go, um, mm, mm. and the cop goes, why are you boys out so late? And one of my friends looks at him, does not know what to say. He goes, Kool-Aid. And he looked fucking insane. He had a bunch of white powder all around his nose from the fucking powdered donuts from National Donut Day. So he looked like he was a coke addict. He had like crazy hair at the time. I think he was wearing like a tank top. He just looked like a druggie. And my other friend, I won't name his name, but he had weed in his bag. I don't know why. Like We weren't about that life, but for some reason, I think he was holding it for his friend. He had weed in his bag and the cop goes, what's in the bag? And my friend goes, again, we only have Kool-Aid in there. And he goes, oh, okay. And the cop goes, all right, guys, have a good night. Be careful. And he leaves. And, oh, wait, before he leaves, the cop goes, who is that guy running up the uh, thing? And they go, I don't know. We don't know. And so the cop goes, all right, have a good night. So we walk back, and we're chilling in the room, and they're telling us a story. And then one of the guys goes, I swear, the cop goes, was that a cow running up that thing? Was that a fucking cow? And we all started dying. He was talking about my less athletic friend who was tripping up the hill running away from the cop. And the fucking cop was making fun of him thinking it was a cow. And I think they were BSing, but that shit was so funny when we heard it. We were dying for like 40 minutes. Um, so that's the story. That's probably all the ones I have with cops at the moment. I have more, but I want to save those for when I have guests again. I probably won't be doing a lot of guests until this whole corona shit blows off because i did one yesterday or two days was it yesterday i don't remember with kush and it worked out it was good but the audio was not very crisp just because we were doing it over the internet and there's not a lot of free applications that really work best with that and he was using an xbox mic so it just fucked up all the audio so i want to wait to tell a lot of these party stories and stuff when i have the friends that were there so they can elaborate and stuff. So 
I'll just go into detail about stories that kind of revolve around like my situation and don't have a lot to do with someone else or someone else that doesn't want to be on the podcast. So I have another story about not the police, but being at a party and probably the worst party experience I have. So, um, I was, it was the week before school started and I was like, sweet, this should be fun. Let's go to a party at Gibbons party. And so my friend, my friend who went there at the time, because I had just left there, um, it was after I transferred, he goes, yeah, let's go, it should be fun. So me, my girlfriend, my other friend, and my best friend, we all go to this party, and it's like an hour drive, and it's being, it took so long to get there, and I start, um, we all start having a good time, and we're all hanging out, and I was like, Timmy, let me get loose tonight. And Timmy's my best friend. He didn't do anything wrong. He was like, yeah, I will be the, I will just stay safe. I will stay here. I won't do much. I want you to have a good time, Jake. So I go, all right, bet. I really appreciate it. He goes, just let loose. So I'm talking to everyone. I'm having a blast. I'm just hanging out with all the people I haven't talked to in a while. And I just started, I started eating a lot of food and we're all hanging out and I'm like planning. I could tell that I was getting nauseous and I was going to vomit. So I was planning on staying because his parents weren't home at the party. So I was planning on staying at this dude's house for a couple hours, puking and then going home. Because it was like an hour drive away. And the people we came with, my girlfriend and her friend, had left early because they just weren't really feeling the party. So me and Timmy stayed. And so we're hanging out. And I have the Lyft app. So I was like, yeah, Timmy, I'll get us a Lyft home. Just give me some time. And he goes, okay, let me do that. You have a good time. I'll plan it. Just tell me your password. So I give him my password and I go, let's just go later, man. He goes, all right, all right. I'm sorry. I'll go later. So I'm like, bet. I'm excited to hang out with everyone. So I go plug my phone into the charger in the corner, like on the floor. And I go and hang out for like 20 minutes, talking to everyone. I'm eating a shit ton of food. I'm having a good time. And I go to check on my phone. And I'm nauseous as fuck at this moment, but I wanted to check on my phone because I was probably going to go upstairs to the bathroom, puke a little, get it all out, and then just hang out for another hour or two. I check my phone, and there's a message, and this is probably the worst message of my life. It's from my Lyft driver. It says, "You're, uh, hey, I'm your Lyft driver. I've been waiting outside for three minutes. You have two minutes before I leave, and I charge you. And I'm like, fuck. So I run in to get Timmy. I go, what the fuck did you do, dude? And he goes, I don't know. I must have misclicked something. I was trying to get the address ready. I'm so sorry. We need to go. So we grab our shit. We run out there. And the lift dude is like flagging us down with a shirt outside of his window. And he's like, yo, come on in. And we get into this luxury ass like Lexus. And, oh, dude, this is awful. We get into this car and it's all like beautiful. Like, I don't know cashmere seats i don't even know how to explain it just luxury vehicle and i am feeling just awful i feel really sick i have to vomit really bad and we go okay timmy's like on the shotgun i'm in the back he goes all right how far away are we and the lift driver goes oh we're about like 45 50 minutes away and i'm like dude this is fucking awful i'm gonna die like i don't want to vomit in this dude's car because if i vomit we're gonna end up paying like 200 bucks out of my wallet and like this is bad so he goes okay sweet let's go and so the dude starts playing music and i don't know why he bought 
in his Lexus, like surround sound, like 12 speakers, I think he said, all around the car. And so it wasn't loud, but it was like, I felt like I was at a concert. I don't know why, it just felt so smooth. But I was so nauseous and just not in it to be hearing this music all around me. I couldn't think. And so I vomited my mouth. Nothing comes out. I vomit my mouth and I swallow it because I'm like, I'm not vomiting this dude's car. And then I vomit again. I swallow it. And I do this for 30 fucking minutes. Continuously just... Regur- I don't know. It's disgusting to think about, but it was the worst moment of my life. And so I'm texting Timmy. I go, dude, I'm going to vomit in this dude's car. I need you to pr- trick him and have him pull us over. And he's like, dude, I don't think I can. And I go, dude, tell him plans change. We need to go to cookout or some shit. I need to yak. And Timmy's like, dude, I don't think I can. Like, he just get, didn't get the nerve, which I understand. Like, it was very awkward. We were in this dude's car. So the dude keeps driving another 20 minutes. I keep yakking in my mouth. Don't get anything anywhere. I'm not saying a word. He's trying to have a conversation with me, but I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. And we finally get home, and I crawl to my backyard. And I, cause it was late and I just, I, I ran out to my backyard and I crawl into the grass. Timmy's like, dude, are you alright? I'm like, no. And I just start yakking everywhere. The, the food got me sick. I don't know what it was, but I was yakking everywhere uncontrollably. And I go, he goes, dude, I'm so sorry. I go, dude, it's not your fault. We're good. We made a home. That's all that matters. And I check my phone. He goes, how much do I owe you for that lift drive? I'll pay for half. I check my phone. This lift drive, this lift was 60 fucking dollars. Because this dumbass Timmy ordered a luxury lift. If we had gotten the normal one, it would have been like 15 to 20 bucks. He ordered a luxury one, so we were in the fucking suede-ass fucking car. And it was awful, dude. And so he pays me some money. He goes inside. Somehow I make it back inside. I don't remember. I was like fell asleep outside. And I wake up. And I'm, I'm just feeling like ass. I just don't feel good in the slightest. But I have to go to fucking work. And I work as a lifeguard, which isn't safe. So I go to work, and I'm talking to my coworkers all drowsy as shit. And I'm like, guys, y'all are going to need to help me out. Like, I just not. I still feel sick from last night. And they're like, what? And so I'm sitting on that lifeguard stand for six a six-hour shift, watching, like, three children in the pool. And I just feel, like, total ass. And it was probably the worst, like, like, it was a great night before everything else started. But after that, it was a shitty blur of a night. Um, Something funny I want to add on. When we got to this party, there was this one kid. This party was crazy. It was like a little house party, but a lot of like weird people, like crazy partiers. So there was one kid who took off his shirt. Or he had a shirt and like a bra, you know what I mean, where you like loop your shirt in. And he has a hat on and he has a broom and he points to this dude and he yells he's off his ass he's drunk as fuck he goes that dude right there has a micro penis and he grabs the broom and smacks it as hard as he can across this granite counter and the dude hosting the house party goes get the fuck away and the dude is freaking out he's like dude y'all need to help me like please or he's like freaking out i don't know what the hell is happening he's like I'm going to call the police on this party. You guys are being dicks. And he's screaming at us. And he's like about to cry. And he runs to the bathroom and sits on the sink. And like passes out. And so everyone's like, fuck guys, what are we going to do? So I run in there. And I'm like, guys, I'm a lifeguard. I know CPR. And this other girl goes, yeah, me too. So we go to check his pulse. 
And as I'm about to go check his pulse, I go, I hope he's breathing. Like, I don't know if he's breathing. So I couldn't see his stomach moving or like his uh, heart beating, whatever. <laughs> and I'm a bad luck. And he whispers in my ear, he goes, he goes, I'm not breathing. <laughs> I go, shut the fuck up, dude. I like shove him a little. I go, dude, you need to chill out. And then he starts screaming. He goes, get the fuck out of here. And he shoves everyone out of the room and locks the door. And he goes, I'm calling the police. Fuck all you guys. And you can hear him dialing. And Sutton, the dude, the host, like, unlocks the door and, like, grabs him and goes, you need to calm the fuck down. And the dude goes, can I get some Advil? And so he goes, um, he's like, yeah, sure. And then the dude goes, I want some Xanis. I want some Xanis. And he's screaming. And the guys are like, no, we're not giving you Xanax. We don't have Xanax. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? So they give him some, like, other pill, like, actual, like, Advil, and they tell him it's, like, a drug, and he takes it and starts easing out. He gets a placebo. That dude was a party animal, and he ended up vomiting everywhere, and I ended up leaving, but that was just the craziest time of that night, because it went from, like, other people struggling to me holding my vomit for an hour in a fucking random dude's lift. So that was probably the craziest party story I have. Where it didn't end up well. <laughs> Besides, like, sometimes at the beach when I've... Like I said, with Sethi when I crawled to the fucking beach. But, I don't know. I've had some good stories. And I'm glad that in this podcast episode I told some of those stories. Because that's what this whole podcast was about. Was telling just great stories. Um, I wanted to get into something more important to me. And more deep, I guess. Um, My friend sent me a stat. And it says... A national survey of high school students found that 17, sorry, percent had seriously considered attempting suicide in the last year, and 41% of adolescents in gun-owning homes say they have easy access to guns in their homes. And I just wanted to address this. I know I have no place to talk because I've never experienced that, but I wanted to let any of you guys know that I'm always here for you guys no matter what, no matter how close we are how distant we are if we've fallen apart and we don't talk anymore. I'm here if you need someone to talk. I've dealt with stuff like this with other people, and no one deserves to feel like that. So if anyone ever wants to talk about that, especially at Green Hope with the environment we're a part of and at the moment right now with this virus taking away from our senior year, it's really hard on everyone. But trust me, guys and girls, it, it gets better, and it's going to be all right. Once this whole stupid virus thing goes away, we're going to go to college. We're going to have a great time. Everything's going to be all right. And in the meantime, you can, like I said, you can always come to me and talk. You should never think about self-harm or anything. And I know it can feel like that's the only way, but I promise you there's other ways. And I know Green Hope can be a competitive space and every other school in Wake County. But these grades and this like environment is not worth your life. Um, this break, I know it must suck right now, but it is a perfect time to reflect on our lives and just see how, like, just be grateful. You know what I mean? So, I really hope that you guys feel comfortable coming to an adult or, like, me, like I said, for help. Because I will always be here. And if you have any concerns or questions, please text me. I'll give you my number. You can call me. I just really, I don't want anyone to feel that way. So, I know I... It might sound stupid, but just please feel free to come if you need to talk. Um, on that note, um, I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. I know 
it got a little more serious towards the end, but it really is a serious topic. But the podcast is really good. I really enjoyed talking about my stories and talking about how I'm wanted, I guess, on both sides of Carrie and tell you about the Coke story <laughs> with the donuts, I guess. It's just been a lot of fun. So I hope you enjoyed the episode and have a good night.